Oh boy, it's been a long, long time. Long time since we've heard that theme song. Oh wait, I'm doing the wrong one. It's been so long, I forgot how to do this damn thing. This guy's faded. Oh man, and he can't even fade. Uh, hey everyone, welcome to another episode of FM Rager. I'm your host Connor Clifton, joined as always by my lovely co-host Ned Gale. What's up? Our energy's a little subdued, right? Or mine at least, because um, I'm here. I'm hot. I'm electric, <laughs> shaking. You know, you know what else is hot? Is this damn mic? They're already here in the the snap crack and pop of this ecto rack euro rack whatever the hell it's called i'm thrown off ned i'm, I'm sorry off i'm sorry you're thrown off give us give us a how, how was tell me how your freaking weekend was how well, about that would that ease you out yeah yeah give me a classic rager weekend would you do i played my farm simulator <laughs> <laughs> non-stop uh from uh saturday when you left to go do something and then i was sick on sunday so I just played it all day, and that was great. But Friday, Friday, my man, um, two friends of the show came over. We had Devin, friend of the show, Maria, friend of the show. They came over, and we ate Greek food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prepped for the storm. Because the, st- the storm was coming in, so we're like, we better make a delivery driver drive through this to show yeah. what fear is. <laughs> yeah. We ordered early enough. Wow, it's been so long since we've done this that I forgot <laughs> that I needed to like evaluate my weekend before we start, uh, start the show. It's been so long. You should just be evaluating your weekend in general. Think about your life. Don't keep living. I mean, I love playing Stardew Valley. It's great. (laughs) It's a phenomenal game. I'm having so much fun playing it. Um, Did we watch something on Friday? Why did everyone come over? I'm trying to think. Um, I just remember eating Greek food and then looking at the rain. We watched the pimple popping videos at one point. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I threw up. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair. This was no ordinary pimple pop. This was, like, ginormous. Uh, it was disgusting. We don't <laughs> need to go into it. Um, but, hey, if you're watching, this is the first time. Should we should we let everyone know how they're watching it? Yeah, yeah the people watching it. Hey, guys, you're watching this on Twitch. You're watching it on Twitch. We're, we're, we're making our Twitch debut on the radio show. Um, this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you just you seem very oh, distracted. Oh, you, oh, I thought you were uh, messing around with it. God, it's weird to be back in the driver's seat. Look, we took a month off so we could do Ephraim Rager Gives Back, where we produced a bunch of podcast pilots for our friends, the people we knew around town. And it was a hoot and a half. We had a blast. We had a lot of great content coming out of there. Uh, but we're back. Yeah, we're done giving back. We're, I'm, I'm never doing it that. again. Yeah, that's the last year we ever do that. Maybe Guys, once every hold on to those pilots. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. all you get from us. Uh, yeah, no, it feels it feels pretty good to be back. We got the soundboard again, which is pretty great. Oh nope, not getting any sound of that. Give me some give me some juice on the soundboard. All right. Ooh, oh, we're back. back in that rage game, baby. We're back in the rage game. And hey, a show like this where we're the host and we have a guest that we have to interview, that's up my alley. And speaking of a guest <laughs> that we have to interview, our guest today, man, this guy is one of my absolute favorite comedians in town. He's a hoot. Uh, I'm so happy that we finally, finally have him. Give it up for your first guest of Victor Tranuary. Victor Ooh. Tran. Hey. Hey, Victor. Like there we go. Tranuary. <laughs> I love it. How's it going, man? Good, man. Same old, you know. Uh, this last weekend, it was one of those weekends where if it didn't happen, my life would have been exactly the same. <laughs> 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 Nothing happened. Big strides. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like the weekday is more, uh, as a comedian, do you feel like your weekday is more packed to drinking than the weekend? Uh, ooh, I, I definitely drink more on the weekdays than I, uh, I should. Uh, <laughs> definitely more than my coworkers. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, I try to keep it pretty steady. I, you know, I think life is about balance, so I try to drink too much on the weekdays and the weekends. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, keep it an even plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, it's, you're our first guest of the year. First guest of January, we got to ask, do you have any New Year's resolutions? Ooh, yeah. And have you given up already? <laughs> what oh, is it, like man. the 12th? <laughs> yeah, the 13th. I, I want to get, like, fucking... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your New Year's resolution. <laughs> probably, probably curse less. That's <laughs> I'll start with that one. 
Uh, see, we have fun here. It's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to care. The dang machine's already busted. It's true. Yeah, it's already broken. Yeah. It's it, busting from the seams. All the swear words from, from last year are stuck in that machine right now, and they're trying to burst out. We just caught a little bit of it now. <laughs> hey, did we get a comment already? It's it's a bunch of faces. I don't know how Twitch works. I know those faces mean something. Have uh, you ever used Twitch, awesome. Victor? Uh, I've watched a couple of uh, like video game speed runs on Twitch, okay. but not not too much. Do you get Twitch culture? Because we're, we're like <laughs> trying to figure that out. Like, I don't know if there's things we shouldn't say on Twitch or things we should say, like <laughs> to get more followers. Uh, yeah, oh, I yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about. I'm not sure. We really we thought you were the Twitchy Twitch of the uh, Houston comedy scene. <laughs> <laughs> scene. <laughs> I mean, so as a comedian, you know how to market yourself, I imagine. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Not. Yeah. No. Oh no. <laughs> No, I, I think uh, weirdly the comics who are best at marking themselves are usually the worst. <laughs> I said no. I just lost in a, in a statewide comedy contest, and uh, the people that beat me, I'm not jealous of. <laughs> but they're nice. They're good people. You know, yeah, I yeah. Have to say that. <laughs> yeah, just because you're bad doesn't mean you're a good person. You're not a good person. You know what I mean? You could just be bad at comedy and a great person. But yeah, you should, yeah, maybe you yeah. should quit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have like many dear friends who I hate their art. But like, <laughs> off stage, it's like, oh, they, they couldn't be cooler people. <laughs> uh, that explains why you don't come to our shows. Cool, 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 yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. You guys, you guys hey, at least stuff. you think we're nice. But yeah, always a firm handshake. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so let's get into the meat of what this show is about. Yes. We ask people about parties and the yes, parties that they've gone to. raging. Victor, oh, okay. do you remember the very first party that you ever attended or threw? Yeah, yeah. One of uh, the first college party that I went to, um, I went to Austin. I went to UT because my buddy was talking to this girl, and she brought us out to her uh, FSA party. It was like a house party. And uh, I had never drank before that, and so me and my buddy would. Wait, were you were you attending school in Austin at the time? Or you you oh, went, like, went to Austin for no, the weekend? I, I went to uh, I went for the weekend. I okay, okay, okay. Age. And um, yeah, I got <laughs> I got so drunk so fast, <laughs> I immediately blacked out. Never drank before. Just went from never drank before to blackout drunk. Was it was it a punch situation where they just had like spike drinks around or like? No. No, it was just straight like liquor. Oh, oh. I, I I was so anxious. I didn't know anybody. So I was like, I'm just gonna get drunk and maybe I'll you know I'll get lubricated up, and uh, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I slid down that social slide and slip and slide. By the end of the night, I was like, they had a chihuahua. I was trying to like lick the chihuahua. I was trying to like lick the chihuahua's butthole. <laughs> And they're like, this guy's got to go. Honestly, pretty progressive. If you did that in 2019, people people were all about you. Oh, this guy's a yeah. hero. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a similar interaction at my first time getting drunk at, at UT. Actually. Same dog. Oh, word. Uh, <laughs> no, no, different dog. Um, but yeah, just making a complete and total ass of myself the yeah, first yeah. time I ever got drunk. Yeah. Whew. Have you recovered since then? Do you handle your liquor better now? I do handle it better, but I also know in the back of my head what it could turn into. So now, now it's cooler. You know the limit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, did you? The next day was it? Was it an easy recovery where your friends are like, "Oh man, you got to meet this dog." <laughs> like, <laughs> did you wake up next to what, the dog? What came of it? Yeah. Oh boy, what have I done? <laughs> Yo, this dog dinner. <laughs> uh, I woke up. I uh, I felt great. I was still, you know, I wasn't getting hangovers yet, so I still felt great. And uh, I wish I could say I was ashamed, but I was like <laughs> bragging to my friends. I was like, oh, I was like, dude, guess what I did to this dog last night? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that confidence. <laughs> I think that's why the ass eating trend kicked off. Yeah. <laughs> you were the first, and it just kind of you're, spread from You're there. ground zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or as they call it, mound zero. Oh. <laughs> that's a butt name. Uh, and they call you the mound hero. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, we haven't had the soundboard in a while. <laughs> uh, well, to take it back even further, not just like drinking college party, do you remember the first party, like a birthday party or anything you attended as a child? Are there any like uh, standout uh, class parties in school or anything? Um, I remember when I was a kid, my parents used to throw me big birthday parties. And um, I don't know, I, I remember not liking them. 
<laughs> like I was just too overwhelmed. There's too much like uh, uh, just too much people. Like I get overwhelmed by all that, and so I don't know. I was a weird kid. I remember. Like, I don't think there's anything weird with that. I'm always baffled when I see like a three year old's birthday party with like so many people around. It's like that three year old is not going to remember more than two of these faces. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they probably don't yeah, even know true. that many people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know these aren't your birthday. friends twerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, How old am I? This many? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you didn't like it. Do you remember the first time you had a birthday party that you did enjoy? Like your first time saying, "Like this is the party Victor wants." I think uh, in middle school one year, I took me and my closest friends to like a Chinese buffet, and that was my birthday party. Hell we yeah! Went to a Chinese buffet, <laughs> and uh, I think that was it. They slept over that night, but. That's about it. But it was cool because it wasn't, you know, just me and my friends. It wasn't uh, too much, which is, like, the stuff that I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get jello cubes on tap. That's a <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's, a, that's the way I always see it Chinese buffets <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> well, how do you party now, then? Or do you party at all? Uh, Every once in a while. I mean, I, I mostly just do shows, and, uh, you know, we have the secret group, so I, I hang out there a lot. Um. I do most of my drinking there because I get comps. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know how it yeah. is. <laughs> but other than that, like, I don't really go out of my way that much to uh, go party and stuff. Now, that's kind of a boring answer, but, you know. No, not really. We've, we've found a lot of people have, like, kind of chilled out in that way. And it's yeah. kind of led us to think about, like, what defines a party in your mind because okay. like you could just be at home partying alone depending on if that's how you party yeah, like okay. what watching the pimple videos and greek food was very much that's how like we party. party yeah okay okay yeah well then then i do i do watch a lot of pimple videos so <laughs> <laughs> i guess i'm a little bit of a partier <laughs> uh, <all right. laughs> i guess you could say <laughs> call me david lee roth <laughs> <laughs> now you and i have crossed paths before um Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you used to do improv with an old friend of mine? Uh, I, I, I feel like at a, one point you did. There was a brief moment in time where I took improv classes from uh, Billy Trim. I don't know if that's... Wow, friend of the show, Billy Trim. Trim. Not yeah. what I was talking about, but I did not know that. Yeah, Zod, me and Dusty. Zod and Dusty are two other very funny comics. We all took Both improv classes. Both friends of the show? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And... Uh, I think we took, I think it was like an eight-week course. We took like three weeks, and then we all quit like on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> like, fair, all into, fair. Like, we didn't plan it. We were, uh, I was like, well, Dusty and Zod are still in the class. I won't hurt anybody's feelings. And then like we all quit on the same day. Ha- that was like half the class, and uh, that was that. It was Billy like, is the death flu going around? <laughs> 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 What's happening to everyone? <laughs> Okay, for some reason, I really thought that improv was your first foray into comedy. I, uh, no, I mean, I I took, like, theater in, like, middle school. Okay. And, like, played the improv games there. And uh, I think we have a mutual friend, uh, Alicia. Um, yeah, see, I thought you were on a troop with her. I didn't want to. I wasn't on that troop. I just hosted, like, their event. So, uh, yeah, that was okay. Okay, but early to, MC work. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I should have yeah. done my pre-pro before the show. <laughs> <laughs> I really figured this stuff out. So what was the first time that got you into comedy? What, what got you there? Um, I did theater in middle school and high school. And then, you know, I would always get put in, like, the, the zany comedic role. <laughs> and uh, I just enjoyed that, you know. I, I, did, I wouldn't be burdened with having like uh, a huge like main role <laughs> and uh which i wouldn't want what uh name some of your roles show me show me that rap list what do you what oh, shows man. you done I, I in middle school i did this play called uh god i don't remember what it was <laughs> <laughs> some I, dude I, in tights i played the devil I, played, I was like 12 years old i played the devil and then I won. That's every twelve-year-old's dream. I won, uh, like that UIL best actor, and I was like, "Oh, no I, I guess I'm." Wait, the what devil. high school did you go to? Uh, I went middle school. I went to Bondi Intermediate in Pasadena, and then I went to Pasadena Memorial okay. in high school. Uh, but I played. Yeah, I felt like did I get typecasted into this? Am I just like <laughs> an asshole? <laughs> you just consistently keep playing devils or demons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that sends a lot of like confusing signals to a kid. It's like, <laughs> I think you could make a good demon. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Do you remember your first open mic? 
Yeah, yeah, I was uh, 19. I snuck into a bar called St. Dane's, and uh, <laughs> uh. I brought two of my friends, and I was like, yeah, let's not tell anybody about this. And they, like, sent, like, 20 tweets about it that day. <laughs> and uh, I, I remember to this day, that was probably one of the worst open mics I've ever seen. At the time, I didn't know. I was just like, this is comedy, I guess. <laughs> did you? Did you? <laughs> yeah, that like, was me going to the late night pie. Uh, <laughs> <open> mic. <laughs> yeah. Both you... both run by the same guy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, and then I think late night pie, they burned down. Yes, yeah. I, I did my first open mic. <laughs> yeah. I did my first open mic, and it went great. And then uh-huh. I went there another week. And then, like, the week after that, it burnt to the ground. I was like, wow. that, that second time was so bad. I was like, I think they did that on purpose. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah. I'll clean my hands of stand-up for six years. <laughs> like, That's great. My first open mic was at the 1820 Lounge, uh, Rob Mungle's old club. Oh, wow. And, man, I, he was very nice to me, but nobody else was. And <laughs> wow. it was the toughest. That's, I think that's why I don't do stand-up to this day. I'm like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I can't yeah. handle being heckled at all. Well, I think that open mic shut down, and also Rob quit comedy, so I think, yeah. you, I think you won. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I finally took down one of the Whiskey Brothers. I'm coming for the rest of you, Slade. <laughs> this is your shadow of Colossus. You're going to take down all three Whiskey Brothers. Oh, man. Better, very cool. I might get punched. <laughs> Uh, did you, man, did you go to open mics before you tried it, or did you just, like, go with intention to I, do it? I went to that open mic, like, two or three times okay. before yeah, I that's, tried that's it. Okay, yeah, that's what I did, too. That's what I was like, that's horrifying to, to go to an open mic and yeah. just be like, you know what, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? But that, that open yeah. mic in particular was awful, and it was, like, known <laughs> for being really tough. So I remember seeing comics that I ended up becoming friends with and really like. But back then, I was like, God, these guys suck. <laughs> they Anybody still in the scene that you could remember from that first night? Or I think one of the first nights uh, I went to that open mic. He's not in the scene anymore, but I saw Joffer. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, Damn, rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a real shame what happened to him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, God, this guy's never getting anywhere. Um, I saw Broussard. I saw Broussard there, nice, and nice. he was always really good. Um, and then, like... Uh, Stacy Anderson, I saw her at St. Dane's the night that I went up. That's how bad it was. <laughs> she had she was like jumping on the bar tables trying to get people's attention. <laughs> and then I was like, "All right, I'm next." <laughs> oh, here I go falling that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey. Oh man. Okay, so you've come a long way since then. A little bit. Yeah, I'm still doing, you know, open mics. I think you're it, pretty good. If St. Yeah. Yeah. Dane's was still open, I'd be there on Thursday. <laughs> well, we were just talking before uh, the show started that you're producing a show now. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so now you, you, you're you owning the means of production, man. You're becoming the guy who's calling the shots. That's can, right, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about this show? Uh, Yeah, there, I co-produced a show called Don't Tell. It's uh, it's a really interesting show. The ask, the uh, angle is we put together shows on in uh, unconventional venues. So you'll have a comedy show, not at a bar or a comedy club. It'll be at a secret location. Like uh, we've done shows in a warehouse, in people's houses, in an office building, um, and all the venues are kept secret until the day of the show. So you buy tickets for the show and you don't know where it's at until the day of the show. And uh, you show up. The lineups are usually stellar, and uh, so far all the shows have been fantastic. Now that's I'm, awesome. I'm not going to ask you where the show is going to be. I think oh, that's yeah. bad form. I would never. <laughs> but what I do want to ask? But could you whisper it to us? Yeah. <laughs> I do want to ask. What's your dream venue to have the show in? Ooh, yeah. Oh, my dream venue. I would like to have it. Uh... Money's no object. So you can include special effects. I would like I would like to have it at like a venue where they have like MMA fights and then we have the show in the octagon. <laughs> that rules. And every yeah. comic every comic has to walk to the stage like how the fighters do. Oh. <laughs> you know, like with their walkout song. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That's a like pretty ideal that. comedy show. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a walkout song? Um, lately I've been doing Hot Shower by Chance the Rapper. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> That's a good I mean, one. I like the song, but it's also just like, it, I like it cause it's got a cool beat, but it's also not like, uh, it's not like a song that's like, look how cool I am. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I, th- I think that's a weird energy to 
go out to. You, yeah, you definitely don't want a song that like overshadows you before you come up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I do uh, yeah. that Mungo Jerry in the summer song. <laughs> in the summertime. When oh, no, the oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Just real hick stuff. Yeah, walking up. <laughs> like... <laughs> I like that. I like that. Thanks to Cody, I've been using uh, Center Fuel by John Fogarty. <laughs> oh, that's good. They're like, put me in, coach. <laughs> like, I just had a lot of fun with that one. <laughs> I like that. So, okay. Now, we've talked about the shows that you're producing. We've talked about the shows that you've done in the past. Now I want to talk about shows that other people do. Victor. Oh, okay. The Oscar noms came out today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Did everyone get shafted? What's your Did the people you like get the awards you wanted? Um, yeah. I mean, like, all the movies that I really enjoyed got one or two nominations. Yeah, what well, was that? I'm uh, going to go ahead and pull them all up. What was hot for you this year? Well, I saw 1917 last night. Ooh, that movie is yeah, phenomenal. I, my mouth is wet already for that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, if you do watch it, you should watch it in... Um, IMAX? IMAX or Dolby. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth it. Um, Man, I want to like, so bad. It, it, it gets the juices flowing. Like, I, I, walked out, <laughs> I walked out of the movie there. I told my girlfriend, I was like, I think I have PTSD. <laughs> the movie's incredible. It's a World War One movie? World War One, yeah. Man, I don't remember. World War Two movies are all the rage. I don't yeah. know if I've ever seen a World War One movie. I, I wonder why. I was thinking that, too. I wonder if it's just because... Like the United States was more involved in World War Two, maybe that's why we're more exposed to it. But maybe, yeah. I, I don't know, but I was wondering that too. I know way more about World War Two than World War One. It's also a war that I think that uh, boomers tend to romanticize and try to learn a lot about. World War Two. Yeah, my my stepdad watched a lot of like Band of Brothers, um, yeah. The Pacific, anything Clint Eastwood directed. Yeah. Including like all the horrible stuff Clint Eastwood directed, <laughs> it kind of just like feeds into itself, and it's like boomer nostalgia machine. Mm-hmm. I definitely see that. Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. They uh, do call World War One the last romantic war, though, because I think they still like abided by rules of war, and I don't know if that's the case. It was like before chemical like weapons or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I thought World War Two was pretty romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of romance in it. <laughs> all right, give me a topic, and we'll read the noms. Okay, I guess. Uh, let's oh yeah, see. here I got you. We could here. start. We could just start with best picture. Best picture. Yeah. Ford v Ferrari. I did. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Did you guys see that one? No, I didn't see it. It just seems wild to have as like, I don't know. It, it looks like an advertisement. Yeah. Of American yeah, exceptionalism. It does. Yeah, like yeah. Ford beat out Ferrari. Those yeah. stupid Italian. Like, and the trailer looks terrible. Yeah. When Christian Bale and uh, Matt Damon fight, and then they have a drink. It's, I feel like that's been done over and over and over it's before. So real, that's man. true. And it's hard to. There's no real underdog in that movie. Ford and Ferrari are both doing great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like McDonald's versus Burger King. Like, you couldn't pick two bigger. See, that, the problem is, I'd go see that. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess a movie I saw that was very much a uh, an underdog versus the auto industry. Greg Kinnear was in it. It was called like Spark of Genius. And he was the man who invented the windshield wipers. Oh, wow. And the movie is about his, like, decades-long lawsuit against oh, General yeah. Motors and Ford to get the money for the windshield wipers. And he oh. finally wins years later, and he's lost his wife, his kids. He even, like, lost his sanity a few times and went into mental asylum. It was phenomenally done. Greg Kinnear, man, one of the best. One of the absolute best. That sounds best. great. Is he in Best Actor? Did no. In fact, Best Actor... <laughs> <laughs> are we are we skipping the rest of Best Picture? Oh, no, 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 keep yeah, keep reading. All right, down The here. Irishman. I watched half of that movie. Oh, you didn't a lot like of people it. did. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it it was fine. It was just like it's so long and it's pretty slow. I would say. Yeah. And it's like, if a movie feels slow and people are getting shot in the head, like, the movie's <laughs> slow. <laughs> what, what would you add to The Irishman uh, to make it Best Picture in your mind? Um, diversity. <laughs> <laughs> diversity in movies hey, Irishman. No, yeah. no, I, I don't care about that. Uh, uh I, I don't know. I don't think it, there was just a lot of a lot of things that are were weird about it. It's it's weird watching um old actors digitally age down because yeah. they still look old, you know, like uh Yeah. Like Robert De Niro's character was supposed to be like this badass like contractor sort of guy but then like 
he also only has like half a functioning knee. Like whenever <laughs> it's really weird. Joe Pesci just seemed really old and decrepit, even when he was supposed to be young. Um, and you know, there was that. It was slow. I don't know. Maybe it just wasn't for yeah. me. Plus, I didn't finish the whole movie, so maybe it picked <laughs> yeah, up. Indy didn't make sense. No. <laughs> I, I think if they aged them down even more and just like went for it, if they had like baby faces. I loved The Irishman. I yeah. will give you that. Like The scene where Robert De Niro beats that guy up, he looks like an 80-year-old man just pushed somebody. He- He's like... <gasps> <laughs> and he's supposed to be like 23. <laughs> when he throws that guy out the window? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was a little too much. Um, yeah. I will say, I thought the script of this movie was great. Mm-hmm. And it was also weird to see how there was a time in American history where unions were incredibly powerful. Yeah. And Jimmy Hoffa was known by everyone. And uh, I thought that was really interesting because, uh, did you watch the interviews they had after the movie by any chance no i didn't uh they talk a little bit about how like yeah america used to like really think about this guy a lot and as soon as he died they were like unions are done whoa and the kennedys worked really hard to like bust up the mob and unions um well i don't know about unions but definitely the mob but yeah it was this um really interesting historical film that i appreciated but i agree with you very long and the de-aging was not great (laughs) Uh, moving right along, Jojo Rabbit. I, I love Jojo. Yeah, Rabbit. that was fun as hell. Yeah, it was fun. I can see it. <laughs> ah, yeah. it it, uh, it it was a super funny movie. Super fun. Uh, I guess risky, creative, and uh, also emotional. I cried like three times in that movie. Yeah, it was yeah, really yeah. sad. Does it does it take place during World War Two? Yeah, uh, yeah, near the end. World War Two in a World War One movie in the Oscars this year. Are there How about any that? More? <laughs> I'd be willing hmm. to bet every year there's probably like one or two war movies. They're just, oh, they're just yeah. so there's they just have inherent appeal, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's so many stories to tell. Like I mean, it's it's the world at war. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's so many stories to pull yeah. from. Like, <laughs> okay, moving along. The most controversial of the films, Joker. <laughs> 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 All right. Ned hated it. <laughs> I I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was going to be an Oscar-nominated movie, but when eleven I nominations. It, yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. That's Lord like, of the Rings got that much. <laughs> Fellowship of the Ring, Return of the King got thirteen, but Fellowship got eleven. Dang. In all sincerity, Hangover One should have gotten more Oscars than the Joker. Like if we're ranking Todd Phillips, yeah. Todd Phillips movies, yeah. yeah, old school even. Even due yeah. date, you know what? Don't due give. Yeah, they should just give him a lifetime achievement award and nothing to Oscar. I'd actually be cooler with that. Yeah, and nothing with Joker. I, I would say if they deserved a nomination, I would say uh, Joaquin Phoenix was great. Joaquin, um, yeah, yeah, Joaquin he's a powerhouse. But eleven nominate—that's that's why I didn't know they got eleven. Yeah, for pretty much every yeah. aspect of the movie, which I think some of those didn't deserve it. Some do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the uh, the headline I woke up to and then woke Ned up to this morning. Like, <laughs> Joker got 11 noms. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Moving along with, ah, oh, man, I'm so pissed off I still haven't seen this. Little Women. I haven't seen it either. Um, the set design looks incredibly detailed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks really, really good. I'm a big Florence Pugh fan. Me too. I need to check it out. Did y'all see Midsommar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, shafted. Okay. Yeah. A24 got shafted this year. The only so, yeah. nomination they got was Lighthouse got Best Cinematographer. But, like, we had oh, Farewell wow. last year. We had Midsummer. We had, uh, uh, was Us A24? I think that was Focus. Uh... I Let me know. double check on that. But, but, but yeah, point being, like, no, A twenty four, uncut gems. Where, where's that at? <laughs> I wanted to watch uncut gems, but it's uh, great. I was on the fence about seeing it, so I looked up uh, uncut gems clips. Oh, Nick <laughs> told me about this. <laughs> and uh, the, like one of the first things that pops up was uh, like the the ending scene, <laughs> and then the title of the video was like spoiler. And then everything that happened in the ending scene in the title. So I was like, all right, oh, well, God. I'll wait for it to. It's That's still fun. it's still worth seeing. Yeah, I, I feel like the ending is a nice like turn, but you could kind of see it coming in the movie. Yeah, yeah. The journey is what it's all about. That's what it you is. Told me. Yeah, it's all about. I'm just still interested in seeing raising it. that anxiety to the max. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: I don't think Adam Sandler deserved an Oscar nom. Okay. I don't, but he definitely deserved it more than Joaquin for Joker. I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think he went places 
that like we've seen Joaquin do stuff. We've never seen Sandler do stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Sandler definitely went into some really dark places for this movie. And if not for cinematography, sound design, or like score, yeah, the score was awesome. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. uncut yeah. gems and cinematography, beautiful. Like really, oh, wow. yeah. The Safdie brothers have a, a way of making everything seem so kinetic. Like everything's moving all the time, even if it's not. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's... Uh, Nick was telling me that the movie felt really stressful. I never oh, heard. Yeah. I never heard a movie be described like that. You're just oh, yeah. watching someone make bad decisions over and over and over. And like yeah. you said, like you can see it coming a mile away, but you're still like, even the character should be able to see this coming a mile away. Whoa. Yeah, and they're. I mean, they're a gambling addict. Yeah. If, yeah. if the train's off the rails, surely the conductor knows it's going to crash. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, you should jeff- definitely check it out. I'll I probably see still it again. see it. I'll still see it. All right. I also think Adam Sandler. Uh, Watch it now. I, I I feel like he's being great on a carpet. And I love Adam Sandler, but it's yeah. like it's like, yeah, he's gonna look great because we're comparing him to Adam Sandler in like Jack and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Well, he, he is he is playing his character from Waterboy. Just the exact same character. Just <laughs> just got my ears down. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at these jams. They're for me. How come, uh, how come Eddie, Murphy, Eddie Murphy gets praised for playing like multiple characters, but when uh, Adam Sandler did in Jack and Jill, everybody was like, "This movie stinks." Wait, did he get praised for Norbit? Uh, maybe <laughs> no, not Norbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what about uh, the clumps? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess. I mean, we've seen Sandler do a uh, uh, punch drunk love. Yeah, he, oh, he's and, and that was pretty that. pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I, I think he's actually better in that movie than he is in Uncut Gems. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with well, you. Well, what's that nine eleven movie that he did? Oh, Rain Over Me. He was good in that, right? He yeah, was he phenomenal was really in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was the first dramatic role I'd ever seen him do. Right. And then click, and then uh, Wait, he's great. I, click, yeah, yeah, yeah. click is a sad scene that like yeah. I was like teared up in the theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, uncut gems just fell. Like, it's oh, it's Adam Sandler with sunglasses. That's, what, <laughs> that's what the, the way I described it. This is Adam Sandler doing a John Turturro impression. Yeah. <laughs> and he that would be a very it. good John Turturro role. <laughs> oh, he would have got sure. nominated. Yeah, he, <laughs> they would hand it to him. All right, moving on. Marriage Story. I just saw that. Was it good? I really enjoyed it. I thought I wasn't going to enjoy it because I saw all the memes about it. And, mm. um, you know, I'll always agree with Twitter. <laughs> but when I watched it, um, I really I really enjoyed it. It, it takes you through the process of uh, divorce. And it really, it's like, it drags you through it. Like, the entire process. And uh, there are, like, really emotional scenes. And the movie's also surprisingly funny. Like, they have one scene... Um, Probably one of the funniest scenes that I've seen all year is like the the mediator or whatever. She's played by Martha Kelly. Um, <laughs> okay. She, she Whoa. Comes, yeah. She comes over to uh, Adam Driver's character's house to see how he interacts with the kid while they're battling for custody. And there's uh, there's one part of the movie where uh, he like does this thing w- with his pocket knife and he has like an accident. And like, I don't want to like give all the details away, yeah. but. I was dying. I was like howling, laughing. Uh, oh, okay. Hey, my 2020 uh, resolution is get Martha Kelly in more movies. <laughs> she's yeah, the best. she's a great. Great actress. She's just yeah. a cool person. <laughs> so she's also got an incredible uh, IMDb. Now she was in Marriage Story. She was in Spider Man. Hell yeah, she, she was. was. Yeah, she was. In, yeah. She was in like a bunch of high profile great movies. I, I think that's good for her. Yeah, she yeah, deserves absolutely. it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So before we move on to the next movie, I wanted to ask: uh, Are you a child of divorce? No, no. no. God, okay. I wish. No, I <laughs> <laughs> well, did you imagine my comedy career? <laughs> 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 that's one of the reasons why I have been so hesitant is because yeah. I, I am a child of divorce, and it like kind of makes me worried of like, is it going to be triggering? Am I going to get triggered if I watch this movie? Do you think? I honestly did. I yell at the kid. Did I yell in front of the kid? Uh. Not too much. No, the kid's pretty much, uh, he's pretty happy throughout the film. It's mainly the credit scene. We just put him in the middle, the credits roll over him. Just yelling at him. <laughs> That's all of the blooper reels. are like yelling at the real life kid. <laughs> we have fun on set. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good to know. Good to know. Uh, but honestly, um, yeah, actually the movie might be pretty triggering, um, depending on how you feel about <laughs> your parents' divorce. But I'm pretty... Not okay with it. It's yeah, been yeah. 20 years, and I think it's about time I try and hook them back up. 
<laughs> I was thinking about inviting them both to meet let's at a restaurant. Them, yeah, let's get them both on the radio show at the same time. Oh, was, Mom, Dad, what are you guys doing here? Okay, well, we well have, I guess we should do the show. We only have three headphones. You guys are going to have to wear these two. <laughs> 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 My stepdad can wait outside. <laughs> uh, just kidding. I love him very much. Uh, moving on. 1917. You were just talking about this one. Yeah, 1917 was really great. Um, uh, did I say it on air? Like, I, I think that movie gave me PTSD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how many like of the titles on there? Is it how? Where does that rank for you? Like, of the ones you've seen on that list so far, like, is that the best picture for you? Uh, I have to put it up. My top three would be 1917. Are right, they coming up after this? Rabbits and. Mm, well, we have two more on the list. Yeah, let's let's go through them all and then we'll. 1917 we'll and Jojo Rabbit were my two favorite movies. War films. All right, yeah, all right, yeah. all right, all right. All right. Next up, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I yeah, I, I really love that. Um, I don't know. I remember watching it. It wasn't what I expected. Yeah. Like <laughs> like afterwards, I was like, I liked it, but I had to figure out like what I liked about. It. Like I had to think about what I liked about it. Yeah. It wasn't like I walked out of there and. Uh, felt fulfilled (laughs) (laughs) my dad really didn't like it and his reasoning was why is DiCaprio crying like a sissy this is a Tarantino (laughs) movie that's hilarious and that that performance alone was like DiCaprio deserves an Oscar nomination for this (laughs) this is incredible but we've that and um, some other movies this year I feel like there's been a lot of men having emotional breakdowns uh, in 2019 in film I don't know. Feels really weird. Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, that's true. What are some other movies that? So Uncut that? Gems had one. Uncut, Uncut Gems has a good one. Marriage Story. Marriage Story. Um, uh, Joker. I mean, the whole thing's a yeah. Breakdown. Um, let's see. I wonder if there's any. I'm others. sure Ford versus Ford Ferrari. Ferrari. They're fine. I think the yeah. cars <laughs> break down. Um, oh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, where Mr. Rogers just goes ballistic on set. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> um, he takes that train and breaks it over his leg. <laughs> I, I'm sure in Richard Jewell, there's a point where he cries. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> oh, oh, we got some comments in. Hey, we got comments. Hey, thanks for giving me accounts, guys. I really appreciate it. Oh, uh, cool. James said, "Marriage Story is just Kramer versus Kramer two, Electric Boogaloo." <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, no, they're just saying that Twitch asked for their credit card, social security, and blood type to make accounts here. So I really appreciate it, guys. Uh, yes, thanks for your blood. <laughs> thank you. Okay, so the last one that's on the best picture list, which I think definitely deserves to be up there, is Parasite. Hell Parasite. yes, Parasite. Parasite. Yeah. <laughs> Did we all? Y'all, y'all saw it. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, hell okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't see a lot of these movies. <laughs> I've been sitting silently. I was like, I can't wait till they get to Parasite. <laughs> Parasite was incredible. Yeah, phenomenal. I, did you see it? Yeah, I did. I saw it at River Oaks. It was like the only place where I could watch it. Yeah, yeah. that's where I saw it as well. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the only place that was showing it. Um, what's been really strange to me now, Parasite, for those of you who don't know, is a movie about class issues. And what's really strange to me is that it's the favorite film of Barack Obama and Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, and uh, the way I told Ned, it's like it might be their Joker. Where it's like, ooh, let me see how the villain lives. <laughs> I think Elon Musk is like, I just like The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, I saw Parasite. I liked it. I saw it with my sister and afterwards. It was w- another one of those movies where like, I had to think about it, and the more I thought about it, the more I realized, like, oh, I did like it. Oh, that movie was like a slow cooker in my brain. Like, I, I walked out and I was like, man, that was awesome. Yeah. And we started talking about it a little bit, and I was like, I need to sit on this for a while. And then yes. like four days later, I was like, yeah, no, yeah. It, was, it was tight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Just so, so many choices in that movie. Like, I, re- I really am anxious to see it again. Like, I think he took a lot of a lot of care in all yeah. the scenes. Like, mm-hmm. for something that had so many locations, yet was all in a singular house. Like, Yeah, like, uh, I mean, I know movies are supposed to do this, but I feel like he did a good job of... Um, like the cinematography and the shots kind of told the story along with yeah the right yes yeah. the scene where like the rain's just running downhill into their yeah. house like yeah. oh oh man I love that film it was like, I watched a video where um, 
anytime they'd have a scene with like a character from the poor family and the rich family there would be like a physical divider between them yeah and like yeah. in the same frame to like uh represent you know the, the class divide between them and then i think there's a point in the movie where um when the family moves in like as the surrogate rich family then the border switches like they cross like physically across that border in the shot yeah which is really cool uh, but it's stuff like that. It's like I didn't realize that was going on while I was watching the movie. I was just trying to hang on to the plot. And then afterwards, when I ever thought about it, I was like, oh, that movie was like a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, a, I mean, the plot also was just like insane. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. that turning point in the middle of the movie, you're like, huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I think that's the a perfect movie is where, like, the cinematography and everything's great. Like, Uncut Gems, I think the storyline is it's boring. I mean, it's, it's straightforward. It's a yeah. character study. Incredibly it's, it's like um, like Joker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the character they're pretty much the same. Yeah, well, it's, it's yeah, actually, same deal. Yeah, I'm trying to think the of the other di- uh, character movie that I had in my head. Oh, clearly, I hated Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to reveal myself. How much did y'all know about Parasite before y'all watched? Uh, I knew nothing. nothing going I saw a trailer uh, like six months before the movie came out, and I have a new practice now where. Um, I try not to watch a trailer, period. Nick yeah, I try that. to avoid them. Yeah. yeah, I'll watch it like once if I'm really, really excited for it. But uh-huh. I, because you go to the movies, you're going to see them anyway. Yeah. You're just inundated with trailers. So yeah. you might want to wait 20 minutes to go in. But yeah, it was a practice I started after the Greasy Strangler. Mm-hmm. You told me, don't look up the trailer, just come with me to see it. And it paid off in dividends. Greasy Strangler? Oh, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It, uh, uh, Nick hated that movie. <laughs> yeah, we loved it. About. It's a movie you have to watch with a group, but it's a uh, okay. Elijah Wood produced it. Funny enough, whoa, uh, it's bonkers. It's just about like a. It's it's about a greasy strangler. Yeah. <laughs> whoa. When did it come out? Uh, like twenty, 20 years ago, 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah, it's pretty new. Uh, a guy covers himself in grease and strangles people. That's <laughs> yeah. about all I can tell I'll you. Watch that. It's just a complete bizarre. Actually, I'm gonna have to watch movie. that one by myself. It's very, <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, David Lynch meets the Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Oh, whoa, so okay. like a like, Tim and Eric vibes for yeah, sure. Yeah. Very visually um, unique. Oh, what was the other movie that guy directed? I think uh, An Evening with Beverly Loughlin. That one's way more accessible. Very. Yeah acceptable uh, but like still very odd yeah um I, that one has actual celebrities in it yeah okay. um, greasy, greasy strangler says grease yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like one guy who was in a web series <laughs> but nobody else okay um those are all the best picture nominations uh do you and guys your winner is uh <laughs> joker <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> little jokers little jokers <laughs> Oh God! I'm gonna go ballistic. If Joker They're gonna wins. win something. If Joker wins, the ending of Joker is what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'll say that. Batman's parents are gonna die. <laughs> oh yeah, it'll be shoehorned in to remind you this is Joker. And just a heads up. Yeah. God. God That's my least favorite part of that movie was when they like turned the corner. It's like. Oh yeah. Mister, Mrs. Wayne. It was completely, <laughs> completely unnecessary. Yeah. We already. Like, they were already in the movie. We didn't need... It could have been 1970s New York. Yeah. It's time to Period. hit you with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to kill him with? Why don't you use this bat, man? <laughs> See, that, that's another thing. Is that, like... So, the themes that we had in this film, we had... Uh, let's see here. In Parasite and Joker both... You've got class issues. It's mm-hmm. a movie about the fat cats exploiting other people. Sure. And one is done so masterfully and makes you care. And these people aren't villains. Like, they're heroes from the get-go. They're our protagonists. Right. And Joker, there has to be this disclaimer of, like, remember, he's the bad guy. You don't want to like the bad guy, right? Yeah. It's, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's another fight club, man. It's going to produce another bunch of people who just do not get <laughs> the theme. Yeah, they don't get that this is not acceptable behavior. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like Tyler Durden's my hero. Yeah. Why? <laughs> That's why I always think about that when people have like big old Scarface posters. Like, yeah, dude, he was like the truest gangster. It's like, didn't that guy die in a fountain? Yeah, you missed the <laughs> entire point of that movie. Blooded out, like cocaine out of his mind. Like, uh, okay, best original screenplay. I'll hop around here. Um, Knives Ooh. Out. <laughs> oh, no, what was that? Knives Out was fantastic. Oh, yeah, Knives Out was yeah. the last living. Yeah. That, I think that's the most fun I've had in a movie in a while. Like, mm-hmm. I was, like, bouncing in my seat, like, oh, what's next? Like, <laughs> that was really, really good. Um, 
Marriage Story, which you said is really funny. I'll have to check it out. Nineteen Seventeen, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Man, how many noms did Parasite get? Parasite did good. Parasite got best uh, film as well as best foreign film, which I think is like pretty phenomenal. Like that's really cool for yeah. them, regardless Dang. of whether they win or not. Like that's some. Uh, some I great wouldn't be surprised if they just give Parasite best foreign film. Yeah, that way it opens up. You know, they can give. Joker was Joker what it deserves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, huh. I, I think out of those, like screenplay wise, story wise, I enjoyed Knives Out the most, just because yeah. I felt like it, in terms of originality, it stood out the most. I feel like originality, and it was very airtight. One of the yeah. things I have a problem with that Tarantino's been doing lately in his movies is I think he writes himself into a corner and instead of revising the draft, he's like, oh, I'll just have like the narrator explain something that uh, only I knew from the get-go. And that <laughs> oh, gets my protagonist out of any tricky thing. He did it in uh, Hateful Eight. He did it in this one. I noticed it the most in Hateful Eight. Now oh, that, now yeah. That you said that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, okay. Um, did you just plan that from the beginning? <laughs> uh, very frustrating. It's the equivalent of a kid being like, I have a force field. You can't hit me. Like, yeah. We didn't establish that. Yeah. It's like, no, I, I, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, okay. Since we're running out of time here, I want to ask you, do you feel that anything, any movie or any performance got shafted in the nominations? I, I haven't seen The Farewell, but a lot of people are complaining that it got, like, no nominations. Because that's another A24 movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I heard it was... Most people said it was great. My parents did not like it. They went to see it. They told me, uh, they like instructed me. They're like, don't watch that movie. <laughs> and I was like, why? I was excited to see it. And they're like, it's boring. <laughs> and, 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 people like, are just dying. <laughs> yeah. Well, my mom said, my mom said that it was really slow. And I was like, yeah, the, what, what do you want, like a fast cancer movie? <laughs> Let's get to the deathbed. Yeah, yeah like... Yeah, I show want, me that rattle. I need this cancer to be faster. <laughs> like, spread to the lymph nodes already. Come on. Just putting your head in a microwave. You're like, come on. <laughs> but um, The Farewell, I think a lot of people wanted to see get nominated and then Uncut Gems, obviously... Um, I'm, I'm upset Midsummer didn't at least get like sound yeah. design or soundtrack. I, th- I think those two parts of the movie were like Ooh, pretty, yeah. pretty like brain shaking. I uh, think Midsummer, Lighthouse, like that was a daring film, right. and um, Us. I yeah. felt like those three, mm-hmm. and to I guess to be fair, Us didn't come out in Oscar season, but I think we need to get rid of that completely. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. you can't just like shoehorn uh, everything, especially in if you're throwing in like streaming services and stuff. Yeah, just get rid of, like the seasons and all that. Yeah, yeah. Midsummer yeah. um, was cool. I felt kind of mixed on that. Like I, I liked how it was shot, but I didn't. It was one of those movies where like, am I dumb? Like I didn't. <laughs> I, didn't <get> it. <laughs> I definitely. Uh, it helped that I had someone with me to uh, tell me what they thought, and I was like, "Oh, cool, cool, yeah, that's what I thought." Too. <laughs> and walking out of the movie, so what do we think, boys? <laughs> <laughs> Were you gonna say something? Uh, no. Did oh, he, no, I was going to say, I think our Twitch stream happened in an Oscar season. We might be able to get that. Hell yeah. No, we could get I think a, we got snubbed. We could get a streamy. <laughs> yeah, a streamy. A um, did you see Lighthouse? I haven't seen it. Ah, no. man. Yeah, I didn't get to see it yet. It's cool. It's shot in 4.3. And, like, so when you see it in theaters, are like the sides like barred out? Yeah. Oh, whoa. And for the Pillar whole box, film, baby. I thought that it was going to like pan out at one point, and it never did. And it oh. made me feel physically boxed in and like, Watching that movie, I thought about every relationship I've had with any man in my life. You just feel boxed in. <laughs> well, no, it's just like the di- the dynamic between oh, the oh, characters. Right, like, right, right. oh, this is me and my dad, or me and my boss, or me and my brother, or me and Ned, or me and Nick, or me and like anybody. Oh, okay. It's very much like the witch was very much about femininity, and the lighthouse is very much about masculinity. And Robert Pattinson jerks off to a mermaid a lot. Wow, great oh, spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Did you guys log off Twitter for months? No, I just know he jerked off. I didn't know what to. <laughs> I thought it would be me, the viewer. <laughs> great. Oh, he jerked off to a mermaid. I thought it was William Dafoe. That's weird. <laughs> what a weirdo. <laughs> no, William Dafoe. <Demermaid. laughs> oh, man. So a couple on here that I really need to check out. I want to watch The Two Popes. Okay. I want to watch Judy. 
because Renee Zellwecker is back, baby. Oh, nice. Um, did you see? In a she big said way. she said y'all on the Golden Globe stage, and people uh, thought that she faked it. And I was like, no, she's from Katie. <laughs> she's from right there. Oh, she's from Katie? Yeah. She, I didn't know that. Yeah. Dude, yeah, she was Katie. at that open mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Katie or Spring, somewhere around here. I think I'm going to go back to acting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not getting on any tables. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about does it. Do you have anything? Um, we're about to move into our final segment. But before we get into plugs, do you have anything that you'd want to leave the people with? Um... Hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> then it's yeah. time to go in. Wanting more. <laughs> time to go into the plugs. Here we go. Been a while. Oh. Hell yeah. I haven't heard this in Ready? a while. Do it. I, I want, want a new plug. plug. Oh, Tell us what's going, going on. on. Tell us all the stuff you're doing after <laughs> I sing this song. Oh. All right, Victor, what do you have to plug? Uh, Don't Tell, our next Don't Tell is happening on uh, January 18th. That's this upcoming Saturday. Um, check that out. If you can't make that Saturday, I get it. Uh, Conor McGregor fights on that day. <laughs> uh, but but you don't know what he's doing before his fight. That's Could right. Could drop in for a little set. Yeah, that's I right. I won't tell. <laughs> uh, and then we do it every month, so check that out. Um, where, where can they find information on that? Oh, Is there a website? Um, yeah, Google Don't Tell, and then um, you can look it up on their website. They have shows in every city, so if you're not in Houston, check out a show uh, elsewhere. Um, I'm at the Secret Group all the time. Um, yeah, what's your uh, what's your social media? Oh, I'm you? at uh, Vic Van Tran on Instagram and Twitter. Okay. All right. Right on. You have anything you want to plug in? Uh, I'm at Ned of the Dead on all social medias. Uh, this Thursday, as with every Thursday at 8 p.m., Futile Society will be doing improv comedy. It's only $5. It's a real good time. Uh, a lot of people have been out from being sick, so they're all coming yeah. back this week, and I'm real stoked awesome. uh, to be on stage with them again. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, oh, and then Friday at Darwin's Pub, free show. The Body Speaks and Swimwear Department will be kicking out the jams. Uh, Body Speaks is a really, really cool synth-pop band. Uh, new wave kind of deal. They're crazy. They've got a lot going on visually and uh, sonically. Uh, and then on Saturday, Connor, why don't you take the reins? All right. On Saturday, we're going back down to Hosewater, y'all. You now have the floor. It's going to put on its fifth show uh, at Secret Group. I would really, really love it if y'all could come out. We've got a really great lineup. We have Devin Will, friend of the show. Antoine Colbert, friend of the show. Tandy, not a friend of the show yet. Monica Marcher, yeah. friend of the show. Uh, Ned's going to be on it. He's one of the co-hosts of the show. John Wayne's going to be on it. He's a friend of the show. Is that everyone? Did I mention Devin? Devin's going to be on it. I'm trying to find the event right now. And then there's one was. more. Oh, Cole Triplett. Oh, also yeah. Also a friend of the show. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, and you know what? I try every single time to get Vic on the show here, Victor, and I never get you. Yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that the next time I'm going to get you on one of my shows. <laughs> no, I, love I got you on this one, yeah, so I'll yeah, get you the next yeah. one. Um, and after that, uh, I'm going to be doing Faking It at Station Theater on February 14th. I'm really, really excited. I've got a great character that I'm excited to share with everybody. Yeah, Faking It's a, a fantastic character stand-up shows. Uh, fake characters doing stand-up on real love. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, it'll be fun. Um, I'm Cliftocurrency on social media. Follow me. And uh, look, I know we just came back, but unfortunately, we're going to be out next week. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Ned and I will. Listen, we took our vacation days right when we came back from vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, look, we're going to take a short little one-week break, but don't worry. You're going to be in good hands. The Space Cadets are going to be taking over the studio. They've been watching us and shadowing us uh, all day making or, uh, for during this show uh, to make sure that they got everything good. Look, tune in. Watch this stuff. It's going to be great. I can't wait to see what they have cooking up for us. Uh, all that aside, Victor, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Yeah, I really absolutely. appreciate it. Was a good yeah, time, for really. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. All right. Uh, any final words you want to leave everyone with before we go? Uh, Joker 2020. <laughs> <laughs>